I want to bring the word forth now, and then I want to get into uninterrupted praise and worship today. I've been, uh, man, I'll tell you, this week I just sensed something was different. By the way, I didn't get down to Oklahoma. Uh, We were socked in with fog. We were socked in with fog in Grand Rapids all the way to Detroit, and so they said, hey, we can get you out tomorrow. I said, wow, this is only a three-day trip. One day off, forget it. Give me a refund. So the Lord uh, is allowing us to go down to Jacksonville, Florida in April to Rodney Howard Brown meeting. How many of you know who Rodney Howard Brown is? Oh, my goodness. Hallelujah. By the way, this Wednesday we're starting our new series called Getting to Know the Person of the Holy Spirit. It's an 18 DVD, 18-part DVD series by Rodney Howard Brown. You won't want to miss it. Come out. I'm telling you, it's going to be powerful. Hallelujah. All right. Haggai. Yes, I know you don't go there very often, but the Holy Ghost led me there, and it's going to lead into what I want to talk about. Haggai chapter 2, verses 6 through 9. says this, For thus says the Lord of hosts, Once more, it is a little while, I will shake heaven and earth, the sea and dry land. And I will shake all nations, and they shall come to the desire of all nations. And I will fill this temple with glory, says the Lord of hosts. The silver is mine, the gold is mine, says the Lord of hosts. The glory of this latter temple shall be greater than the former, says the Lord of hosts. And in this place I will give peace, says the Lord of hosts. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit put upon my heart that there is a shaking going, going on in the body of Christ. There is a shaking, the earthquake of God. There's a shaking going on in local churches and ministries. Everything that can be shaken will be shaken. And it is being shaken. Now, I'm telling you, this is prophetic. This was bubbling up in my spirit all week. He's saying, I'm shaking some things. I'm shaking some things. What, was, what does he mean by that? He said, everything that is contrary to his will is being shaken. The Bible says that judgment will begin where? In the world? In the world? Oh, yeah. Judgment begins in the house of the Lord. In other words, judgment will begin in Christians' lives first. Those people that have secret and hidden motives in the church will be exposed. Individuals that would try to sow discord within the church, any church, local churches, will be exposed and uprooted. Oh, I'm telling you what, this might not be shouting material, but this is what the Holy Spirit gave me. There's a shaking going on, he said. There's an uprooting going on. Gossip, backbiting, and partiality will not be tolerated in this church. Are you hearing me? It won't be tolerated in this church. You know, we have people come through these doors, and they've walked in here, and they said, you know, I've been to other churches in the area, and, and, and I just feel the love of God so strong when I walk in this building. Let's keep it that way. Are you hearing me? And if it's not, you're going to be shaken. There's going to be a shaking going on. Are you hearing me? By the Holy Ghost, I'm saying. And I'll tell you this right now. Don't think for one moment that the Holy Spirit doesn't speak to the leader of the local church. Of individuals that would try to sow discord in the local church. That would pick up the phone with brother or sister bucket mouth. Are you hearing me? 
Are you hearing me? Don't think for one moment that the Holy Ghost doesn't show me things that's going on. Oh, yeah, there's a time of grace going on where he's giving you space to stop the discord. I'm telling you, this was burning inside of me. He's given some space, but if it doesn't stop, there's going to be a shaking going on. Shake, say shake, rattle, and roll. That's what's going to happen in the body of Christ. That's what's going on right now. That's what's going on right now. Those things that would try to hinder, that would try to replace the moving of the Spirit of God in your personal life will be shaken. Judgment will begin in the house of God. The Bible says judge yourself that you would not be judged. Amen? We all need to take a personal inventory of our life. We need to say, hey, is what's coming out of my mouth to other people, is it edifying? Or is it cutting them down? Is it tearing them down? Amen? See, the glory of the latter temple, this is what the Holy Spirit showed me. He said the glory of the latter temple will be greater than the former because of the shaking, because of the uprooting of things that would hinder the power of God in our midst. Are you hearing me? I mean, in the whole body of Christ. That's why the glory, because anything that would hinder, any individual that would try to hinder that, there's going to be an uprooting. Because every dam that is in the way from the anointing flowing freely in our midst is going to be taken out of the way. Everything in your personal life, you got hidden sins, the Holy Ghost is going to expose them. The Holy Ghost is going to expose them. Why? To make you look foolish and look like an idiot? No, because he wants you to be blessed. He wants you to be blessed. And I'll tell you, if you just keep it up, keep it up, keep it up, well, then you will come to a point where you are embarrassed. <laughs> you, amen? Sin brings shame. Amen? He, he showed me, he said, things in marriages that would hinder his power from flowing are going to be shaken. Marriages are being shaken. There's a whole lot of shaking going on. Amen? But he said this, he, he told me this, he said, those that will experience the outpouring of the Holy Ghost in this end time revival will be those who are planted, say planted, planted in the house of the Lord and those whose heart and motives are pure before God. And to be truly planted in a local church means that you are giving that pastor, giving that leader access to speak into your life. Amen? Really, that's what it means to be planted. And, and that's part of spiritual growth. Amen? I mean, boy, you'll tell someone to, something to somebody, boy, they, their wall of pride just comes up. They don't accept it. They don't receive it. They keep going on. But there's a whole lot of shaking going on. There is a whole lot of sh shaking going on. Amen? Man, that word shaking is just, ra just rattling through my spirit right now. Get planted in the house of the Lord. Amen? Get planted in the house of the Lord, wherever it may be. I'm not just talking about Revival Christian Center. Get planted in the house of the Lord. Go to Acts chapter 2. Acts chapter 2. Hallelujah. I wanted to get this out of the way. 
so we can, like I said, I want to get into a time of unhindered praise and worship this morning so the Holy Spirit can do what he wants to do. Amen? Hey, I've been in counseling sessions before when, you know, I'm counseling someone and I'm trying to figure things out in my own strength and, and, you know, oh, trying to come from this angle, maybe from this angle, and nothing seems to be breaking down that wall. Then I just sit back and I let the Holy Ghost minister. Two hours of what I tried to do, the Holy Ghost does in two minutes. That's why I want to give, I, I believe the Holy Spirit's going to move in a powerful way today. Amen? In the unhindered praise and worship. Now, Acts 2, 38 through 43. Then Peter said to them, Repent and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For this promise is to you and to your children and to all who are afar off, as many as the Lord our God will call. It's interesting. To your children. Alyssa got baptized in the Holy Ghost. She's hanging in tongues now. Are you hearing me? Uh, Eliana. Eliana got baptized in the Holy Ghost. She's praying in tongues. There's adults who aren't letting their prayer language loose. Are you hearing me? What am I saying? Let that childlike faith get loosed in you. Are you hearing me? Listen to this now. Verse 40. And with many other words he testified and exhorted them, saying, Be saved from this perverse generation. Oh, isn't that a true word today even? Boy, this is a perverse generation. Amen? It's crooked. 41, then those who gladly received his word were baptized. And that day about 3,000 souls were added to them. And look at, and they continued steadfastly. Oh, some people were planted. Oh, these people got planted. Amen. And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine. And fellowship. And in breaking of bread. And in prayers. Then, say then. Then fear. Or that word fear there literally means awe. They were in awe. Then awe or fear came upon every soul and many, many wonders and signs were done through the apostles. There are four keys in this scripture that we need to be, be aware of to unleash the power of God in our midst. First of all, the, the Christians then continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine. Well, what's that? It's the word of God. It's the word of God. The believers weren't being taken away by every wind of doctrine. But they were sticking to the truth of God's word. Amen? Some people can get quacky by taking that scripture and say, well, God's doing a new thing. God's doing a new thing. Well, that new thing's going to be in line with the principles of the word of God. Are you hearing me? And actually, the context of that verse is talking about the new thing of Jesus Christ coming and abolishing and fulfilling the Old Testament. Are you hearing me? So don't try adding to the Word of God, and certainly don't take away from it. See, both sides of the ditch will short or hinder the power of God in our midst. Both sides of the ditch will hinder the power of God in our midst and in your personal life. Secondly, the Christians continued steadfastly in fellowship with one another. The Greek word there translated fellowship is koinonia. Say koinonia. All right. This is not a shallow word. This word implies unity, close association, partnership, participation, and intimate bond. It's not a shallow word. It implies, like I said, participation. 
In other words, get involved in your local church. Those who are part of Revival Christian Center, get involved. Those listening to me on the internet around the world, get involved in a local church. Get planted in the house of the Lord. We all need every part of the body functioning properly. Amen? And when you're not pulling your weight, when you're not doing your part, the church is not running in full strength. That local church. Are you hearing me? So get planted in a local church. Get involved. Koinonia, this is interesting, a little side note here was that koinonia is a unity that's brought about by the Holy Spirit. Listen to this now. So in other words, to reach this level of unity, to reach this level of fellowship in our midst, in a corporate setting, we must all, say all, we must all yield to the leading of the Holy Spirit. Not, not just pastor, amen, not just the leaders, but we all must yield. And I'm asking you today, when we get into praise and worship, and praising the Lord. I don't want you thinking about what someone by you is thinking of you. Are you hearing me? I want you to flow with the Spirit of God today. I want you to get so filled that you stagger out of here like a drunken man and woman. Are you hearing me? Hey, that's when they got filled with the Holy Spirit. They said, uh, these men are drunk. Peter said, well, these men aren't drunken as you suppose. So what they seen in, with the natural eye had every appearance that they were drunk. Let's get drunk in the Holy Ghost. Are you hearing me? Why so many people want to drink the sewer that the world offers? I want to take a drink of living water today. Amen? Hallelujah. Glory to God. So we need to all be led by the Holy Spirit. So that means you might have to hang up the phone on sister or brother bucket mouth. Are you hearing me? You might have to sever off some relationships that are bringing you down in your life. This is a word from the Holy Ghost. This is a thus saith the Lord this morning. And I'm not quick at saying that. But there's such a boldness on me right now. The trash has to be thrown out. And we need to have unity in our midst. Unity in this local church. Amen? Who wants to see the power of God move? There's going to be a shaking. There is a shaking going on. Amen? And you need to go with the flow of the Holy Spirit today. And you need to repent of those things that are hindering you. That you're, you need to repent of those things that would hinder the flow of God's Spirit in a corporate setting. Yes. Listen to me. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit didn't fall on the day of Pentecost until they were all in one accord. My question is here at Revival Christian Center. Are we all in one accord this morning? Or are you too hindered by what someone's wearing this morning? Oh, I can't believe they would wear that. I can't believe they would do this. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Or are you focusing on Jesus? Are you focusing on the Holy Spirit? Are you sensitive to His voice today? I'm telling you, I want you to close out. I want you to put your blinders on like what they put on horses. Amen? You ever see that? They're just like this so they can look forward so they don't see to the side. 
I want you to flow with the Holy Spirit. We need to be in one accord today. Amen. Hallelujah. We must all yield to the love of God that's been shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. Thirdly, the Christians continued steadfastly in the breaking of bread or the Lord's Supper. There was a constant remembering of what Jesus did through his death, burial, and resurrection. As you're praising the Lord today, as you're worshiping him, I want you to stay focused on what Jesus did for you. I want you to stay steadfast on it. Come on, take hold of your thought life. You can control your thought life, you know. Oh, it's a tempting. I know the enemy comes and tries to throw those fiery darts in right when you're trying to usher, get into the presence of the Lord. But you need to take control of your thought life and focus on Jesus. And lastly, the Christians continued steadfastly in prayers. When believers came together to call out to God for boldness and his power to be manifest, the Bible says that that place was shaken in the book of Acts, in Acts chapter 4. They were all in one accord seeking the Lord together. And like I said, the, uh, the Holy Spirit didn't fall on the day of Pentecost until they were all in one accord. One preacher said, he said, I, he goes, I wouldn't be surprised if, if more than 120 showed up, but, uh, but it was only the 120 that stayed faithful waiting on the Lord. Are you hearing me? What if five, those 500 that Jesus spoke to and said that to, to go and wait for the promise of the Spirit? If all those 500 went up there and they went in, they're waiting and they said, man, I'm hungry. I got to go. I'm going to go to Taco Bell. And they left. Another one said, oh, I got to go, I got to go to work. Okay, another one left. Another one. And finally, it came to 120 that were in unity, in one accord. Then God said, whoa, my people are in unity. I'm sending the promise now. Are we in unity, Revival Christian Center? That was the key, unity. No one in that place was trying to sound more religious than the other. Their hearts were pure. They were hungry for the power of God to be manifested. Are you hungry for the power of God to be manifested? Amen? Hallelujah. We need the power of God in our midst. And this is the point I want to get across. God is shaking the church. God is shaking the body of Christ so unity can truly be formed and his power can flow freely. He's shaking it so unity can come and be formed. Amen? Psalm 133, as I'm getting ready to close out here and getting ready to call the praise team up. I'm making good time here. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Psalms 133 says this. Behold how good and pleasant it is for brethren... He's not talking to sinners here. He's talking to the Christians, brethren. How good it is and pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. It is like the precious oil upon the head running down on the beard, the beard of Aaron, running down the edge of his garments. He's describing symbology of the anointing of the Holy Spirit right there. It is like the dew of Hermon. Hermon was a mountain. Descending upon the mountains of Zion. For there the Lord commanded the blessing life evermore. When there is unity, when we get together in this corporate setting, the anointing, it's like a snowball effect. How many of you have noticed in the services just 
you know, in the last month, month and a half, that as we get deeper into praise and worship, the presence of God, the anointing, just gets bigger. Oh, I mean, you can just sense it in a greater dimension. How many of you know what I'm talking about? That's the snowball effect. When a, when, a, when a snowball starts from the top of a mountain and it goes down, it starts off real snow, but it's accumulating more snow and it gets bigger. It gets more intense. And that's what happens as we press in to God during praise and worship. Amen. And he said, for it is there, where? In unity among the brethren where the Lord has commanded the blessing, life evermore. He commanded it. When we are in unity together in one purpose, seeking Him, when we're walking in love amongst each other, His blessing is commanded. He just doesn't say, well, I think I'll just bless Him. No, it's commanded. The life of God that the Holy Spirit brings washes away sickness, disease, depression, lack, sorrow, pain. That's why you see at Benny Hinn conferences, People sitting right in their seat, they get a miracle without him ever laying hands on them. Why? Because the power of God is flowing. There's a unity in that place. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And my last scripture, go to Matthew 18. Matthew chapter 18. 15 through 20. Jesus said this, Moreover, if your brother sins against you, go and tell him his fault between you and him alone. If he hears you, you have gained your brother. But if he will not hear, take with you one or two more, that by the mouth of two or three witnesses every word may be established. And if he refuses to hear them, tell it to the church. But if he refuses even to hear the church, let him be to you like a heathen and a tax collector. Verse 18. Assuredly, I say to you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Again, I say to you that if two of you agree on earth concerning anything that they ask, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, in unity, I am there in the midst of them. Your relationships with other believers will either loose or bind the power of God in your personal life and in our midst. Do you see where he said, whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven, wherever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven? That's all in the context of your relationship with your fellow man. Are you holding aught against someone? Are you holding bitterness and unforgiveness? No wonder you're feeling such a dry season in your spiritual life. Because you're grieving the Holy Spirit. Quit gossiping about your brothers and sisters in the Lord. You're sticky sweet to their face, but are their enemy behind their back? That will put the biggest dam in the way of the anointing. Are you hearing me? I want you to experience the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. I want us as a church to experience it together. But the dams must be removed. Amen. Praise team, come on up here.
The dams must be removed this morning. I said the dams must be removed this morning. Let's stand in this place. I want you to focus on Jesus. I want you to enter into the Holy of Holies this morning. The dams must be removed. Amen? Amen. Let's praise the Lord. Close your eyes. <laughs> Can't seem to have a long skirt to just listen to what I'm saying. Start marching in place. Now, you are the army of the Lord. And you're marching and you're advancing his kingdom. I hear the sound of the army of the Lord. I hear the sound of the army of the Lord. It's the sound of praise. It's the sound of war. The army of the Lord. The army of the Lord. The army of the Lord is marching on sound of the army of the Lord. I hear the sound of the army of the Lord. It's the sound of praise. It's the sound of war. The army of the Lord. The army of the Lord. The army of the Lord. Is marching, I hear the sound of the army of the Lord. I hear the sound of the army of the Lord. It's the sound of praise, it's the sound of war. The army of the Lord, the army of the Lord, the army of the Lord is marching on. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. You are advancing his kingdom. to free me and you standing on the solid rock there's fire riding high on the wings of praise i want the power of the lord in me every day standing in this place tonight there's fire Fire, fire in the house, there's fire. 
when the priest blew the trumpets that Joshua said to the people shout shout for the Lord has given you this city We're going to shout.
kingdom. It's for your kingdom. For your kingdom. For your kingdom. Yeah. 
and take your place, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, Father, baptize me with your Holy Spirit. Just tell them right now. Say, Father, baptize me with your Holy Spirit. Fill me afresh. Marinate me in your Holy Ghost. <laughs> Hallelujah. takes every voice for that audience of one. He doesn't want one voice missing. So though you be one of billions and trillions, he's listening on your want to him.
come find life beyond compare. He is calling, He is waiting, Jesus longs to meet you. saints press through don't stop keep pursuing him are you a god chaser or not either you love the presence of god or you don't pursue him with all your heart i hear him saying pursue me pursue me pursue me press through that flesh come on you can press through that wall keep it going keep it going pray in the holy ghost those who you who are baptized in the holy ghost come on
For I have good news for you. I have good news for you. Your debt has been paid. The price has been paid. But will you allow yourself to be forgiven for mistakes that have been made, for mistakes that have been made in the past? Will you allow yourself to walk free and allow the Most High God to put that rope of righteousness on you and a ring on your finger and your feet shod with his sandals? Will you allow him to do that for you? Or will you stand back and say, Lord, I'm not worthy, I'm not worthy? But the Lord says to you, you are worthy, but will you accept his love? Will you accept his grace? And most of all, will you accept the mercy that he has bestowed out to you? Hallelujah. Jesus. Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Let the river flow. Let the river flow. Parents, we just need to honor the presence of the Lord. We're not in a time of praise anymore. We're in a time of worship. And we need our, our little people to be still now and find a place and be still. Let the 
Yes, his goodness and mercy endure. His loving kindness, his steadfast love. It endures forever, forever. Let him Some of you are still holding back. It says, cast your cares upon him because he cares for you. And you guys are, some of you are just hanging on to something. You know, when the children of Israel walked around the walls of Jericho, they obeyed the Lord, and it said that on the seventh day that every one of them shouted. My question is, is if every one of them hadn't shouted, if one person had decided, I don't feel like shouting today. You know, last night I didn't sleep very well. The, the ground was kind of rough, and my manna wasn't good. And If someone had decided that day that they made a choice that they would not shout, would the walls have fallen? Today, you need to make a choice and open your mouth. It's your mouth, and you have to decide. And some of you stay in Egypt because you've chosen not to come out, because you've heard it, but you've deceived yourself, and you've been a hearer of the word, but not a doer. You've heard it all. You've heard it until you're overflowing, and you've gotten kind of fat. But you're sitting there fat, and you won't make a choice to open your mouth. I hear the Holy Spirit saying that there's some in here, you're wondering, why am I so tired out? Why is my Christian life so boring? Why am I tired out? I'm not drawing the strength I need. He says, because you're going against the flow of my spirit. You're trying to swim upstream. He says, just go with the flow. It leads to the throne room. He says, stop swimming and just go with the flow. He says, that's where my peace is at. That's where my power is at. That's where the provision's at. Too much, too much of your own self in it. Just go with the flow. Oh, just jump in, he says. Just jump in. You're not used to lifting your hands? 
So what? Lift them anyways. You're not used to praying in the spirit out loud. Who cares? Go with the flow. You're not, you say, well, I don't like it when the Holy Spirit moves. Well, you don't belong in this church then. I rather, I rather ruffle feathers with you than with the Holy Ghost. Amen. Go ahead. Don't think about who's around you. Make your worship all for Jesus. Doesn't he deserve every bit? Worthy. Give ourselves. Give ourselves to you, Lord. Give our hearts to you. Open ourselves to your spirit, Lord. I just love you, Jesus. Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.